you know? Yeah, because that makes me think that no matter who you are, everyone is going to make mistakes. So that's like just automatically, we're all going to do that. We're all humans. Mm -hmm. It's how you manage the mistakes and how you handle the situation that really makes a difference. Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm Delaney. And you're listening to There Better Be Snacks. The podcast for new grads by new grads, where we navigate our early 20s together. From the first jobs to the first apartments and the big moves, we'll dive into all the good and not so good. From the exciting moments like the first job offer and big girl paycheck to the heavier lifts like building your network, negotiating for yourself, and adapting to ever-evolving relationships. We'll get through it all together. Welcome to There Better Be Snacks, the podcast where we talk about snacks and then edit it out and talk about (laughs) other things. In this episode, we're talking about owning your mistakes, bouncing back from bad days at work, they happen, and all the tips and tricks to fail fast, learn lots, and recover rapidly in your job and in all other parts of life. So as Lauren mentioned, today's episode, we're going to talk about, you know, making mistakes at work, um, owning those mistakes and how you can bounce back from those mistakes, but also just like bad days in general. Um, I think we're going to touch on how, like, sometimes like when you make a mistake at work, that can really like feel like it derails you. Um, and so how to, first of all, just try to not let that happen in general, but how we personally combat that and how we handle that Um, and we'll also give you some juicy details on you know all the blunders at work that Lauren and I have made all our embarrassing stories on the table yeah (laughs) nothing's off the table Mm -mm. it's not about never messing up it's about recovering quickly it's what you do after it's what you do after it's what you do after Um, yeah, snaps for that snaps for recovering from our mistakes. Um, also I'm not, I can't snap. Oh, there, oh, that was okay. So anyway, we're going to dive into all that, all that good stuff, all the juicy deets. Um, and like always, we're not experts. We're all kind of going through this together. So if you have a story about a big old mistake you made at work or, are struggling with a mistake you made at work and how to like bounce back from it, how to recover, drop it in the DMs on Instagram or in the comments. And maybe we'll talk about it next time. You know, we'd love that. Um, so let's kick it off Lauren. Um, well, first of all, are you snacking on anything right now? I'm snacking on a drink. Me too. Sips and snacks, I feel like it works. Sips and snacks. Mine is sparkling water with some fresh pressed tangerine <laughs> juice with a yellow straw. With a yellow so, straw. And no ice. Is there a reason that there's no ice? I don't really like my ice cubes. And <laughs> okay. And the everything was refrigerated. It was too cold for me to begin with. And my poor little teeth. So Oh no, I have to have, I have to have ice at all times. It's very upsetting for me. Things are too cold for my teeth easily. Oh no. 
She needs some pronamel toothpaste. People. I have some. I use Sensodyne and a mouthwash and a me paste. You're just so sensitive. Yeah. A delicate <laughs> flower. A delicate flower. Um, well, I'm also not really snacky or anything. I'm having, I did have some cookies before we got on our call, though. Ooh. Oh. What? Well, tell, tell everyone what you're drinking first. Oh, it's a leftover beverage from a coffee shop yesterday. That <laughs> um, you found. I found it in my fridge. I don't know. Um, it's green tea with like muddled strawberries, orange and pineapple juice. It's pretty great. It's like Hawaii. Very summery. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I, the other day I made my dad get just like, act like the break cookie dough at the store because I really wanted cookies, but I was too lazy to make it. I thought I was going to make cookie dough and then I just didn't. And they really hit the spot, honestly. Mm, yeah. Like the Pillsbury Doughboy or whatever, Toll House, yes, whatever those ones are. So good. Oh, I want to tell you, I tried these banana snacks. They're like, I've had them before. The, but not bananas. the biscotti ones. No, not the banana bread biscotti. Okay, okay. Um, but these are peanut butter cup, like dehydrated banana bites. Mm. Have you heard of it? They're really good. I I don't like banana, so I don't oh. think I would like it. Yeah. But I support you. I think it's supposed to be like addressing food waste with the bananas they use or something. Oh, well, we love that. Yeah, we do. Okay. That's enough snack content. That's enough snack content. For, for a show called There Better Be Snacks. We had it. <laughs> Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do like a special snack episode, like every quarter or something where we like literally just talk about snacks. We talk about like the best snacks of the season, the snacks to watch. Yeah, we should. Maybe we'll pivot. <laughs> we might have to pivot the podcast. Just for the snack. We're going to do a rebranding. Mm-hmm. Rebranding, but the name stays the same because the name is going to rebrand to match our name. Yeah, True um all right okay. where where how do we tackle this mistake monster <laughs> another alliteration so I think the best way to start this off would be like just talking about how like in my opinion and I feel like you you feel like I'm just curious your thoughts here Lauren for me I feel like making a mistake at work or like in a work setting always just feels like a bigger deal than like a similar mistake in like your day-to-day life I think because there's this like pressure difference because also a lot of times if you're like making a mistake in like real life like let's say I'm gonna make up a mistake here let's say you forgot like your friend's birthday or something like that or you said you were gonna call someone and you didn't call them you're already like have a relationship with them you're already friends with them so saying oh I'm so sorry like it's just a different level of like awkwardness Mm -hmm. I still feel bad but it's an easier thing to bounce back from because there's already this like history of like your relationship there I feel like at work especially if you make a mistake that relates to your boss or coworkers or something most of us just have a different relationship with those people so there's more I feel like face-saving actions you have to take or you feel like you have to take in that yeah case. yeah you're like they must think I'm an idiot yeah I'm so dumb um yeah, especially because at work you want to 
like exude confidence and competence mm-hmm. and you want people to be able to trust you like that girl has her stuff together yeah so when you do something wrong there's like a break in trust and yeah. that sucks yeah but you gotta earn it back and I think sometimes we also like make these somewhat small mistakes into larger things in our head because there is more pressure um, or maybe just like perceived pressure that, um, you know, you need to be on all the time or there's certain expectations of you that you're not meeting, but sometimes little mistakes are just little mistakes. And so I think we'll, we'll touch on that later too, of how to kind of know the difference and um, not let those smaller things like totally derail you. Um, but also still like taking responsibility and acknowledging when you, yeah. when, when you goof a little. Yeah. I feel like the awkward thing at work when you're like just starting out too. And so many people have like been in the working world for a lot longer. Like mm-hmm. they've seen people mess up, they've messed up and they've like lived through how things turned out. Yeah. And I think sometimes when you start out, like you don't want to make a mistake and not take it seriously because you want to make sure that other people can tell that you feel bad and that you acknowledge that it was a mistake and shouldn't have happened. But at the same time, there's like a balance of when you need to like realize that it's not that big of an issue. Right. Like you're a human, like everyone messes up sometimes. Well, popping off of that, (laughs) Lauren let's touch on let's get some examples going here of like recent or or not that recent like mistakes like big or small that like we've been dealing with at work or dealt with at work and kind of walk through that um walk through kind of what happened how we reacted to those things and how we moved through them um do you want to go first or you want me to go first Mm -hmm. Where to start? <laughs> Which I've made, one? <laughs> I feel like I've made so many mistakes. Um, but that's probably how everyone feels, <laughs> maybe. And I feel like if you ask your boss, they'd be like, oh, no, Lauren's awesome. Lauren, Lauren never messed up. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a hard thing. You just have to remember that you're going to probably be your biggest cri- critic and that your boss doesn't actually think all the things that you think about yourself. And they don't remember, you know, like you remember when you mess up, you remember every mistake you, well, if you're, if you're like us, you remember like everything that you've done wrong (laughs) or like every time you've messed up or not met your expectations or other people's expectations. But those people also like typically are managing a lot of people who are Mm -hmm. all messing up in some way or another they have their own stuff they're thinking about and like how they're being perceived. So at the end of the day, like three months after you do something, unless you like did something that messed up something for like the entire company, like in a really major way, um, they're probably not like that. They're probably not, they don't remember that at all unless you brought it up to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like it's that thing that like not everyone's always thinking about you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good way to kind of get over it. It's like, is this gonna, does this matter for like six minutes, six hours, six days, six weeks, six months, six years, like Mm -hmm. thinking about it in times of like 
yeah will this matter yeah Yeah. thinking about in a way of like yeah how long is this going to have an impact but a good example to start is when I was an intern I made a pretty big mistake but at the end like there were two interns and when they said we'd love to keep in touch and when you graduate like we would be happy to like work something out with you if you want to like work towards that the other one they were like okay your internship ended have a good summer bye and I was the one that they said let's keep in touch Mm -hmm. skirt um and that was after I made a really big mistake maybe like halfway through on my team or like my job was part of like um customers who had issues with our software or like needed any tech support. Mm, And mm -hmm. so even as simple as like, can I reset my password? We had to do. And that was like pretty simple. You would think like customer service stuff, Mm -hmm. but the person who sent us an email and needed to reset their password in our system, we could see everyone who had an account with our own system Mm-hmm. And then we also sold our software to other companies as like a white label and okay. they would like have their own portal and their own login. And so this person had an account with a different company using our software and with our company and our software. And I could see like, I would have to reset anyone's password. Mm-hmm. And so he was trying to log into this one account and couldn't get in. And I looked him up in the system and saw the first email that was connected Mm -hmm. to a different account or a different company's website. And so I sent him the, um, like reset your password to a different account than he was trying to log into basically. So then his response was, and at the time when I did that, I didn't even think anything of, I didn't realize what I was doing. And he sent a reply email, like, are you a hacker? Am I being hacked? And this is to like just the company's tech support email. So everyone who was on this team could see into this email. And so the guy who was managing me saw it and I saw it too while we were all in a meeting. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I started typing up a response that was like very vulnerable and very open. I was like, I'm not a hacker, but I am an intern and I make mistakes. And I decided this is a much bigger issue than something that I should respond to. Like if someone is thinking like they've been hacked, that's pretty serious. And I should not try to write a dumb reply, like Mm -hmm. just let the big kids handle it. And there's this whole thing, basically like the, the vice president of product had to talk to my manager and they had to like sort it out with like the vice president of the other company's product. Oh, um, no. team so then it like got to the executive level and everyone found out about it that day and we had a, a work event that night too so after work we all had to like go to like this happy hour and all hang out and I was like I just want to go home I'm so embarrassed um but it was it was all fine and later that summer we did like a team day and we were golfing in small groups of four and I was golfing with my manager and I don't even know what we were talking about but something came up around like 
um, I don't know, like you should work here or something like that. And Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I really messed up like a few weeks ago. Do you remember Mm -hmm. that? (laughs) And he was like, a lot of people who are like really loved at this company or like really admired and respected have made mistakes a lot bigger than that. And I was like, yeah, that, that felt really like comforting to hear. Um, Cause you only like really know the mistakes. You only know all the mistakes that you've made, but you don't yeah. know the extent of everyone else's mistakes. Especially people above you. Like, I mm-hmm. think that's something too. Like if all of us knew every silly thing that the people who were managing us did when they were our age, or even like when they were much older, mm-hmm. I think we would have a lot more grace for ourselves. Um, But it also sounds to me too, and I think this is something that I try to remind myself sometimes, like not to default responsibility, but sometimes our mistakes are not like fully, like they're not fully like ours, you know, like there were other things that could have happened to like prevent that mistake that maybe were out of our hands. Like it sounds to me like maybe you weren't fully trained on how to do that, you know, how to like you didn't have a super clear understanding of that. And that's just part of the learning process. You know, that's not like necessarily all on you. Like there's definitely a part of that, that I'm sure there was a conversation with your manager, with the people above them, like, Hey, make sure your interns have a better understanding of this, if they're going to be doing this task. Um, And so I think I try to remember that sometimes when like, if, something happens yes you can like definitely like I think it's important to own your part of it but also not necessarily verbally acknowledging it but acknowledging it for yourself of like well maybe there were other things that could have happened that other people could have done that would prevent this mistake too and it's not like all on me um yeah maybe don't say that directly unless the place really needs that kind of constructive feedback yeah usually that's more of like an in my head thing of like that's like to make yourself feel better like that's not all on me well it's like part that's part of learning from your mistake is replay like replaying what happened Mm -hmm. and walking through kind of like the chain of events and identifying like okay what went wrong because that's another thing that happened this week (laughs) so recent I basically like our director brought up like hey the way we're thinking about this one aspect of evaluation like I'm not sure if I agree with it can you chat about it and I was like sure I put time on her calendar for Monday because she told me that like Friday at 3 p.m mm-hmm. and so we talked about it on Monday and I was like you know what my the project sponsor like he told me to run this down and also I know he's super busy so I'm just gonna sit in this meeting I don't think we both need to be there right. I don't even know the extent of her issues with our evaluation mm-hmm. it's just a conversation All right so I didn't like at that point when we scheduled the meeting, I didn't invite my coworker and I didn't tell him that I had this meeting and that she had the concerns. Probably should have said something, but also- you were also trying to be helpful. You were like, I don't want to put anything else on their plate. I got this. Like- Yeah, I was like, I I think that this is within my scope because I was the one who did this part of the evaluation. I was like, this is in my scope. He doesn't need to be here for this. And also like, he's doing a ton of other things and he doesn't communicate everything to me. Like a lot of the time it's after the fact. So I was kind of going off of his work st- work communication yeah. style and trying to do the same. And so then we met and at, like in the conversation, she was like, all right, 
this is kind of where we landed. I'll kind of like write my explanation and send this to your coworkers so that like we're all on the same page. And I was like, great. Cause I was going to communicate with him after the meeting, but I was like, she's writing everything up right. that I would say. Cool. So she is doing the communication for me. He gets the email and is like, this email is very concerning, like that it was documented this way. And I was like, okay, okay, that was not my read of it, but maybe that is something that I should have been more aware of that like an email is, has a certain connotation. I like have no idea what he really means by that. Um, but it was just like, if there's anything that has to do with the valuation of the deal, like you need to tell me and I don't want to be blindsided by it basically. And I was like, I'm sorry. I just like, I explained my situation, but I was like, I should have communicated better. And I had made the assumption that you were busy and that I could take it within my scope. Um, I'm in a meeting right now, (laughs) but I will call you after. And he was like, okay, no, like a hundred percent. It's great that you took initiative and that like you were on it, but he just was not happy with what, how things came across. And I didn't look at it that way. So that's why I was kind of like, emulating his communication style which is very laissez-faire after the fact like mm-hmm. after like the sorry meeting, I didn't make it not hours I- after the meeting <laughs> so that's why I was like just trying to mirror because I, I assume that how people communicate with you is how they probably expect you to communicate with them yeah at least like that's how I normally I think, think that about is it. for a lot of cases yeah yeah but I think it's probably different when you're the one managing a project or a team, like there are only going to be so many things that you're expected to share with everyone, whereas yeah. they're going to expect you to share a lot more. Like the like power, like level dynamic too, of like the knowledge that you need to know to do your job versus knowledge he needs to know to do his job might be different. Exactly. So yeah. I wasn't taking that into account, but yeah, I feel like communication. I mean, I was a comm major, so, <laughs> but I feel like communication is 99% of the like problems or mistakes that most of us have at work. You know, it's half the time, like obviously for you, that thing at your internship, that was like an actual like clerical error, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But But in a way it was still a communication email, a communication error because there were ways that I could have figured it out and I just didn't. Right. No one told you that, or you didn't ask the right questions, whatever. But I feel like 99% of it is just like poor communication or just like misinterpreted things. Making assumptions and not realizing it. Yeah. And I do that sometimes too, where like, and this, I don't know if I would categorize this as a mistake, but you were talking about like mirroring other people's communication style. And like, that's something that is so interesting for me because I'll have clients that are very like, they want to talk to me all the time. And so I give them a lot of updates. And then I have other clients that, you know, are more chill. And so I don't want to add something more to their plate. So I'm a little bit more lax in my communication. And it's been interesting, like some clients who either after the fact or like midway through your project would be like, I really want you to like, like there was one client really early on who's like, I feel like I want to, I don't know what you're doing. And I was like, what do you mean? You don't know what I'm doing. Like I send you all these things. And like for her, she wanted way more communication from me. Like she wanted like so many check-ins 
where other clients of mine, like have literally said to me, I don't think we need to get on a call. Like, I don't think we need to like, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> like you got it. Um, but, and so it's really, I think in any, whether you're like freelancing or you're working more corporate setting, I think in any dynamic, it's helpful to like realize how people communicate, but also more than like how they communicate, it's figuring out like how, what they expect, like how would they expect of you? Cause sometimes those can be, um, different. And sometimes those aren't as like clear, or transparent as, um, I think they should be. Or yeah. And sometimes it can change without like, Oh yeah. Them yeah. saying anything. It's like, okay, all of a sudden I expect something else. I was about to say there was this one, this one client I was talking to my dad about the other day where they were like the most hands-off like really weird. Like we get on a call and they'd be like, anything you want to share? And I'd be like, I have all, the- yeah, I'd share some things. Then I'd be like, anything, like any updates for me? And like most of my clients would be like, oh, I have this, 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 we're in this store, we're in this. And they're like, nope. And I'm like, okay, bye. bye. <laughs> like, see you later. And then all of a sudden there was like this switch flipped where I get emails from her like multiple times a week. Like, have we looked at this? Have we looked at this? Have we looked at this? And it's like gotten like really micromanagey and it's really weird. Um, and my dad was saying, cause he manages a lot of people and he manages people who manage people. And he was saying, he's like, I'm sure what's happening is someone above that person that you report to mm-hmm. has all of a sudden changed their expectations or started paying more attention to that person's role. And so now there's more pressure on them to make sure that I'm doing what they want or like it's happening how they want it to. Um, but it is really hard if there's not like a conversation about that, you know, if there's like, there was never a conversation like, Hey, Delaney, I'm getting a lot of pressure from like executives to get X, Y, Z, or our marketing strategy has changed. So we need to change this. It's more like, there's just like this sudden like urgency and like, um, yeah, it's weird. That was a good observation to make on your dad's end though, like of, this is probably not something that you directly did, but it like, it might be coming from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. It also reminds me of, I've been watching How I Met Your Mother (laughs) and last night was the episode about the chain of yelling or something like that. And how it's like your boss yelled at you because his boss yelled at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to yell at someone. Yeah, you're going to yell at your roommate or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, it might not be something that you did necessarily and that's why I feel like mistakes like sometimes you can make a, or like you could do something that doesn't feel like you did it well yeah but sometimes it doesn't necessarily mean that there's like a lesson to learn or a behavior right. to change in every yeah. circumstance like it takes sometimes it could be a mistake on the other end right or just like miscommunication or like expectations that are not or like boundaries or expectations that are not being like met or respected but yeah I mean I think I mean I think both of us probably have like a laundry list of examples that we could share of like things where we're like oh no that like really like stressed us out or messed up our day for a little bit but um yeah I think for me almost all of them have been like communication things um, except, well, I guess this is too, but, um, I think I texted you, but I texted you about this like last week 
or two weeks ago, I have, um, a couple clients that are on like different time zones than me, which normally is fine. Like <laughs> it's usually not a big deal. Um, and I really try, and I've been trying to be better about like logging off at a more reasonable hour. I'm still not great at it, but I'm really trying to be better. Um, because, I'm it's not great to just work on your computer until you go to bed. The sleep mm-hmm. quality is not as ideal. So I've been really trying to like log off like before dinner and actually be like not working. Um, like after that, sometimes I'll log back on after dinner. Sometimes I won't. I'm trying not to. And one of my clients has this, you know, meeting that ends up being late for me. Um, like it's dark outside when that call would be. And I, it's like a monthly call, but then things got like rescheduled. So it was like pushed a week. So it wasn't on the week it normally is on. And I had like a call with that client the next day, like a one-on-one. Um, I texted Lauren about this cause I was panicked. I panicked. <laughs> but, um, I had a call with that, that client one-on-one the next day and when you're a contractor or you're a freelancer, there is this like weird dynamic with like team meetings where I like do them sometimes, but usually it's, that's not what I do because I'm not an employee. And so it, there can be some like weird boundary stuff with that, that comes up sometimes, but with this client, like everyone on our team is a contractor. So it's like a little bit different vibe and it's more just to like make sure everyone's on the same page and figure out like goals for the next month. Anyway. I was just had like a really long day and was like really tired. And I'd had a really big week. I had like big uh, client stuff and events and things. And um, I was just kind of wiped out. And I literally just like completely forgot, like didn't even like, it was on my calendar. So like obviously saw, I must've seen it that morning, but I didn't even like acknowledge it in my head. I was like in pajamas, like in bed by the time that meeting rolled around. And I was like, so embarrassed because usually, I mean, I find it so annoying. People like ghost out on calls with me. I've had like multiple calls in the last like two, three months. Like since January, I've had more people like miss calls than I've ever had before. It's like really weird. And it's really frustrating because Mm -hmm you like carve out that time for people or you like, for me, I like get ready for zoom calls when it's with like a prospective client or something, or it's with a client of mine. Um, and so I felt so embarrassed and like, so just like awkward because it also, I just immediately was like, everyone else on that team is going to be like Delaney is like such a flake. Like, why didn't she do that? Like there are other contractors. It's not even like it's a client. Like, I don't know why I cared that much about that, but it was that like peer, like stress of like, first of all, why didn't like, why did no one text me? Like, why did the client not text me and be like, Delaney, where are you? Because I would have like thrown on a sweatshirt and like got on the call. Um, cause that has happened before. (laughs) Um, but I like messaged the next day and was like the next morning. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like I didn't like, I, I don't know what happened. Like, I really, like, I've been trying to log off earlier. I think I just completely, like, spaced out. I'm so sorry. Like, 
um, glad we have a call today so we can like talk and catch up. I think that was just like all that my brain was thinking about. Cause that's true. Like I really like, I don't have those one-on-one calls very often. So I think I was just so focused on like that. Um, but it ended up like, that was one of those things where it was like a mistake, but there was nothing I could really do about it. Like, like I missed the meeting, like that's like, it happened. Like there's nothing I can really do about that now other than like, try to figure out how to like save face a little bit. Um, but it ended up being kind of a good thing because we were well, good and bad. I think it ended up making her like a little, like me missing that meeting made her worried that maybe I didn't want to be as involved with the team maybe. Um, as like some of the other people, because they're like very active in the Slack channel. They're like very like team oriented. And like, I have other clients and stuff like that too. So I obviously like do my work and I'm friendly and nice. And I like all the girls on that team, but I'm not necessarily spending a ton of my time. Like, what is the word? Like being really like, you know what I mean? Like, you know how companies have like really like chummy, you know? Yeah. Um, because that like you, you pay me for a certain, you pay me for, you pay me hourly. I'm not going to like spend more of your time, like going on and like sending memes and like things like that. Um, and it was so funny because we like had this conversation and it ended up being like, I was really nervous. I was a little bit nervous about it before because when I had sent that message to her, like, I'm sorry, I didn't make it. She was like, it's fine. We can talk about that and some other things on our call today. And she's like, not very confrontational. So I was like, oh God, what's going on? Um, but it ended up being a nice like way for us to like level set with each other a little bit of like, hey, I understand if you want your company culture to be a certain way. Like I totally get that. Like me missing the call yesterday has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with me not wanting to be there. If I didn't want, if I didn't want to be there and I didn't want to work with you, I like, wouldn't, I wouldn't be working with you. Um, and it allowed us to like reevaluate, like the way we work together too, of like, maybe it would make more sense to switch to this kind of package because that would make more sense for like your budget and like not having to be like pushed up against these like set things every month or, um, and like me being able to be really upfront of like, I don't want to join your team full time. Cause like, that's something that she wants for some people. Like, you know, she also knew that, but just being able to like have a really honest conversation about all those things. We're also like closer in real life. So I think that helped make it a little less awkward, but I feel like that was one of those times where like, that was a conversation that I think like a year ago would have really, really stressed me out because I would have been like, oh my gosh, this person like is going to yell at me for missing a meeting. And I didn't mean to, like, I really didn't mean to. Um, and that's not like me. That's not like a frequent behavior. Um, but now it's going to be this big thing, but it ended up being like, obviously like missing meetings is not like a thing to like strive for, but it ended up like opening the conversation to have like a bigger conversation about open the conversation, have a bigger conversation about, um, you know, like what our working relationship looked like and um, how that would look going forward, which was good. Cause I think that needed to happen anyway. So I think 
in whatever way that made her like think about, you know, me missing that meeting made her think about like my role within the work. Um, and also like that conversation allowed me to like open up about like, no, I didn't miss the meeting because I didn't want to be there. But like, this is like, but, but because you brought it up, like I actually, I do set like these type of boundaries, like, because I want to make sure that I'm like having these like healthy work relationships and, you know, making sure I'm setting like an appropriate level of distance because I'm not an employee. And like those lines have been blurred before with clients and like, she knows that. And so, um, that was a very long-winded way of telling my mistake story, but it ended up being, it ended up being okay, even though it was a little scary. Yeah. And I think when you talk about like a year ago, how you would have handled it differently. I feel like recently I've been realizing how I'm looking at things differently now that Mm -hmm. I've almost been in this job for, well, it's like a year and a half. It was almost two years. Yeah. Or like, at least we've been working for like almost two Mm -hmm. years and you just realize like you have so many realizations of like, Mm -hmm. here's how I thought things were going to need, like, here's how I thought things should be. And here's like what actually seems to be realistic for like what we're actually trying to achieve. Like you're both just like, she's just trying to get stuff done and you're trying to get stuff done to help Mm -hmm. her out. And so it's not really so much of a conversation of like, uh, can I trust you? Are you in my circle versus Mm -hmm. like, here's how we can make this working relationship make the most sense for yeah and like better for both of us mm-hmm. and like she was able to be like hey if you want to grow like if you want to go and like grow your stuff and like not be on my team anymore that's fine and I I was like no like I like working with your team and I really like the work but if you ever feel like you need to have everyone be like employees I also like respect that and so that was nice but it was also when you said like I feel like we've like realized things I think Something I think about too is I, and I'm sure you can, well, I don't know, but I feel like you probably can relate to this too. Um, I feel like I used to be more likely to make excuses for mistakes um, that maybe weren't like the most, what is the word? Like weren't really being as accountable as I could have been because I didn't want to look bad and I wanted to like save face a little like I think like a year ago if I had missed that meeting I probably I don't know if I would have been as upfront of like I don't know I don't know why I missed it like I have no idea like you know that type of thing I think I might have been like oh I'm so sorry I like fell asleep really early or like I got a migraine not that, not because I think lying is like a great like thing, but I think I, there was def, there was definitely times with clients where like clients, if you're listening to this and you said this, I'm so sorry, but it probably never, I probably never sent this to you only a couple of times, but there were a few times where I would like have like projects that I had done, but I just didn't, like, I forgot to send or weren't quite done that I would be like, and they would reach out and be like, Hey, where's the thing? I'd be like, Oh my gosh, so sorry. Like totally forgot to send it. Or like, Oh, I thought it went through because I was so worried about being thought of as like 
not as on top of it or something. And I just feel like that just like comes with time where you just figure out like it's so much easier to be like, sorry, my bad. Like, yes, I did say I was going to get that to you on Monday. I'm so sorry. Like, here it is. Also, here's something extra because like I forgot. And I've definitely like, I feel like that's more my thing now. Like, I can't meet a deadline for someone. I'd much rather be like, hey, I'm not going to meet this deadline. I need an extra day or two. And 99% of the time they're like, okay, cool. Or I can be like, I can't do it by this day, but here's like an extra email that I wrote for you. Or here's like this other thing, because I'm sorry that this wasn't done when you wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's showing more maturity in, um, in like yeah. confidence too. It also makes me think about how a few weeks ago we had this company call that they told everyone would be recorded and they put it the meeting at 7 a.m and like normally that was at a time when I had not woken up earlier than 7 Mm a.m in a while and so I was like (laughs) am I really gonna wake up at 7 a.m for this call that's recorded and so I was like no I'd rather get my eight hours and I'll watch it another time mm-hmm. and at our team call my boss was like asking everyone he was like would you guys think of the call who actually like then no one was saying anything and he was like well who attended like what were your thoughts and then he was like well who for those who didn't attend why didn't you attend and everyone was like go I was like if he calls on me I don't know what I'm going to say I'm going to say yeah. like I was asleep like that does not right it's awkward don't want to say what it's awkward it is but then he was calling on all these people and they're like well I had a conflict at that time and I'm like at 7 a.m like what, what was breakfast like multiple people were like I had something else I was double booked and I was like you know what in hindsight like I'm glad he didn't call on me but in hindsight I could have said I was double booked too sleeping like sleeping was my yeah. other thing it was on my calendar it was on my calendar. Yeah, like I, I got to follow through. Um, and so that just made me realize that like a lot of people who have been working for a while just have a better vocabulary and they've mm. seen other people and how they navigate like kind of what could mm. be an awkward situation. And they know how to like sugarcoat things or say things in a way that still save face. Um. I don't know like so hard yeah like is that the right thing though like is that like would it be better for everyone if people just said seven seven's a little early for me to get on a call I'll watch it later you know yeah I I I mean I think that would be more valuable feedback because it's what like what was actually the barrier for me at least like I should have said like 7 a.m is early but I felt pressure because You're like, is that like, embarrassing? Are they going to be like, you don't get up at, you don't get up before seven. What are you doing? Yeah. Because all my coworkers are like They're parents. Yeah. yeah. They have kids, dogs, like all these things waking them up. But I just need to realize that their situation does not mean like I have to be in that same situation. I just do what works for me. It, it's, it's been working fine. And so, yeah, yeah that that's true. I could have said it, but I felt like that would be an uncomfortable thing to say. We need to have an episode about like availability versus like bookable time, because I feel like that's such an interesting thing of 
I think so many of us are like, oh, I don't have something booked at that time. So technically I'm available, but like, you don't have to always make yourself available to people, you know? Yeah. Cause you need time to actually do your work. Yeah. We'll talk it about shouldn't that. It should be like after dinner. Yeah. I have thoughts, many thoughts yeah, to actually get stuff done. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. And that can, that lends itself into another mistake, which is like, at times like over committing to things and yeah, absolutely. which doesn't might not seem like a mistake at the time like at the time and sometimes when things go wrong you're like I don't know why something went wrong mm-hmm. I don't honestly feel like I've been doing enough to feel like I've been taking on too many things because I'm still like I'm getting my feet underneath me but there are definitely things where I'm like okay now I'm spread a little like you're yeah. all of a sudden like you're you're not super busy until you are and then until you have like, like way too much and you're just like, yeah and wrong. so like right now I'm like seeing that I'm getting pulled into more things and like raising my hand for more things and like it seems fine now but today we had like a call and it was like this thing is urgent and I was like if I have everything on my plate that I'm signing up for and then something urgent comes along like is that going to be okay? Does that allow me to still like live my life and get my eight hours of sleep and do my skincare routine? Or is that going to bite me in the butt? I don't know. I feel like capacity is probably like the biggest like lesson slash challenge I've had like the last two years. Cause it's so hard to know until you're like in it. I feel like February and March were like that for me, where it was just like, oh my gosh, this is like borderline, like too much stuff for me. But once you're in it all, like it's a little, you're like past the point where you can like adjust really in a lot of cases. And so you just have to like take that lesson and like move it for like the next month. So like being able to like say no more often and stuff like that. But yeah, I think that's a big problem for especially people like early on in their career is it's so hard to know like what what your capacity can be and um, like when to say no, how to say no, like how to not take on too much because that can be really challenging. Um, So back to mistake stuff. Well, I mean, we're always on mistake stuff, but I feel like some of the mistakes, I think all the mistakes we talked about, actually, no, your one of yours was like this. For a lot of the things we talked about, they were things that we noticed we did, you know, like we noticed them, we owned up to them. but then like for the one with that meeting with and then your manager getting up a little bit upset, that was something where you were kind of called out on a mistake that maybe you didn't know was a mistake at the time. Um, and I feel like those are two different. Oh, like the, the meeting that was at 7 a.m.? No, no, no. The oh. meeting with the lady with the. <laughs> yeah. The estimates. The valuation. That one. Um. Cause like for me, like the missing, for instance, like for me missing that call, obviously I probably would have been like, like if I, if I didn't say anything, I, I probably would have heard something. But for me, it was something I saw the next, I like saw that I missed it. I like made note of it and like reached out. Um, and I feel like that was probably a helpful thing versus if I had just like if I had had to be approached by her or like for some, like some reason, like I didn't even know. And then I were on our like one-on-one and she's like, where the heck were you? You know, like that would have been a much different conversation. 
but I'm curious for you, like you said, like, how, was that? how did that go? Yeah. How did that go? Um, I mean, obviously I've had this happen too, but, um, if, like when your manager like came to you and was like, I really wish you had like told me about that. Like, this was not like the best way for me to receive this info. What did you like feel initially? Like, was it similar to that thing at your internship where you were just like embarrassed or did you like get really stressed out? Like how did, what were your like feelings? Well, so first of all, they're not my manager. You're they were someone I was reporting to for this project. Yes. So that probably made me feel less scared because I've noticed that like mm-hmm. even just basically. Because you're not on the same team, right? You're not on the same, you're not. We're not on the same team, yeah. but I was like providing analytical support. You're overseeing this. They're project. the project lead. And, Got it. Got it. Um, so we need a map. <laughs> but second of all, I'm, I'm glad it wasn't my manager, but at the same time, like my manager is really cool, but I just have noticed I get very scared to be interacting in the slightest mm-hmm. setting with my manager, even though like they or like not super recently but at one point when I started working there they were not my manager they were just like a team member and now they are my manager and I notice I'm so much more nervous around them and like so scared that they're judging me you're like don't yell at me (laughs) yeah like yeah I don't know um so but the thing is in this circumstance basically after the director and I met to go over kind of her question she mm-hmm. sent out the email and my coworker responded to that email and said something along the lines of like, why are you bringing this to me at the 11th hour? And this is why I think it's supposed to be this way. And seems like we're not on the same page and this, like, please loop me in on discussions um, like this at the 11th hour next time. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as I read that email, I started messaging him and I was like, Mm -hmm. oh crap I did something wrong and I didn't realize it so then I was messaging him and then he also sent me a message immediately after before Mm -hmm. I could send him anything and I was just like I'm so sorry and um yeah I was just open with like where what I meant and also I the other thing is when you get a message like that you're kind of well, I was like nervous and your heart yeah. starts racing. Mm-hmm. It's a little fancy. bit of like fight or flight situation. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that paired with a keyboard and your fingers like does not go over well. And like, yeah, when you're nervous, you're reading things like everyone's like, pissed at me. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, they're attacking me. And so <laughs> like being aware of knowing that you're reading it in a different way than they probably mean it is pretty important and so that's also why I was like I'm in a meeting right now but I will call you like I basically said I'm sorry acknowledge like that I did something wrong and um communicated why I thought it went wrong and like how Mm -hmm. I like kind of vouching for myself of like here's what I was thinking and I understand why you feel this way um and then I was like that's it. That's all I'm going to say. The rest of this, we should just have a conversation because yeah, it's not like I'm going to change anything at this point. And I think that's such a good point too, because I think, I feel like with, and I've had friends who I'll talk, I'll talk with some of my, some of my friends who've done, who've done different, who've gone different approaches <laughs> to messing up at work. But I feel oh. like there are kind of some different 
like mentalities to it. Like there are people who own it, move on, right? And then people who like own it and maybe like drag it out, maybe make it like a bigger deal in their head or to other people. And then it becomes like where the person that you made a mistake, like that is like the recipient of your mistake, if there is one, might be like, okay, well now it's a bigger deal to them because it's a bigger deal to you. Like maybe they didn't even care before and now they do. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who kind of like avoid and just like hope it doesn't become a thing, mm-hmm. you know, like they make a mistake. They know they made it. Like they know they messed up, but don't want to acknowledge Same. it because they're like worried. And it's funny. Cause one of my friends recently, I've had a couple of friends who've done, who's done stuff like this and who totally got it. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> like stresses me out. Um, but like one of them messaged me and was like, I forgot to, like, they didn't send like a calendar invite or something like to, for their boss for like a meeting. And they were like, I'm really worried that person's going to tell my boss that I didn't do that. And like, I'm going to get in trouble. And I was like, Oh, just email, like, just email them and let them know. Like, I'm so sorry. Like I totally like thought I added the invite for this one. And they never, they didn't do that. Hmm. And it's such an interesting thing to think about. Like it's easy. I think it's easier to do that. I think it's easier to just like ignorance is bliss. Like if they don't say anything to me, I don't need to say anything to them. Like, I'm not going to make a problem when there's not a problem, but yeah, if they have an issue, they can say something. Kind of. Yeah. But for me, and maybe that's, I think most people, I don't, I don't know. I think you and I probably, and a lot of people listening to this probably operate off of the, like we, there is like a little bit of anxiety that comes with like doing a good job and like wanting to like meet expectations and exceed expectations and be a little bit of a people pleaser slash be well-liked and like all these different things. And I think for me, the worry about them being upset with me is bit like bigger than the worry of like them finding out about it. So like, or less opposite way, like I would much rather like get ahead of it, you know, and be able to be the one, like the way I think about it, you're like managing the conversation. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because that makes me think that no matter who you are, everyone is going to make mistakes. So that's like just automatically we're all going to do that. We're all humans. Mm-hmm. It's how you manage the mistakes and yeah. how you handle the situation that really makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like that's the biggest thing. Like my dad has always told me like in an interview, if someone asks you a question and you don't know the answer, like don't BS it because people don't want to work with someone that's like not going to admit when they don't know the answer and they're going to do things even though they're not hundred percent sure just to like show that they could or yeah. Yeah. Because that gets like pretty dangerous and no one wants to work with someone who can't admit when they're wrong for a lot of reasons. And so everyone's going to make a mistake. It's also interesting to think about how some people who are like CEOs now or your manager or founders of companies, Mm -hmm. they all have done silly things at the start of their career Mm -hmm. and even like through their career. So don't feel weird that in your first like two years on a job, you're making mistakes. And also like, maybe you didn't handle it the best way in the past, but you are constantly able to learn and grow. So 
just keep doing that. Yeah. I mean, even like a couple, yeah, do it. Don't stop doing just them do things. Um, like even a couple of weeks ago, I was like working on this big like project for a client and like everything on my end was going like really, really well. And this actually happened with two clients within the same week <laughs> oh, no. um, where some like someone on their marketing team like dropped the ball on something pretty big and it was one of those things where like my dad and I were talking about it because basically it was something where like I was in charge of organizing like this whole laundry list of things and then the person on like the brands team only had like a couple things to organize for me or only had a couple things to like info to send me and for one of these brands they ended up um it was something that had to do with interacting with another company um, or like other people. And it was something where like, it was clear to me from these other, this other company message emailed me. Um, and it was very clear that a mistake was made on the company's end. And my response, because just like, I was like, I'm so, so sorry. Like, what can we do? Like, um, and it wasn't my mistake, but it was like, I'm representing this company. And so like, it kind of, like, you have to own it a little bit. And it was so interesting to me because, you know, my response, I wasn't even the one who did anything was like, so apologetic. Like, what can we do? And the person who's been working, you know, she's like in her, like been working for like de like decades more than me, didn't say any of that. Mm -hmm. And like, what just kind of was like, okay, thanks. Like, thanks so much. Like, and I was just like kind of blown away by that of like, you know, like not like the, yeah, like the lack of like accountability of like, oh, like it just, that's a bummer kind of thing versus like, we're so sorry. Like we're going to make it right. Like what can we do? And my dad and I were talking about that. And he's like, I think some people just like, don't at any point in their career, just don't, aren't people who like to like own up in that way. Or like I've had companies where they'll like send me the wrong information. And then I awkwardly like have sent journalists like the wrong info. And then it makes me look bad, even though it's not my fault. And so then I'm the one like apologizing, but that client never apologized for sending the wrong info. So I think those are not good examples because they're not, those are not things to like strive to be. But I think it is a reminder that like learning how to own your mistakes is like a learned skill that you can like, not everyone has it, but it's like important to hone in on and like work on over time because like, I don't want to be that person. Like that's not a good look, you know, yeah. even if it doesn't seem big to them, like I would, and I know this is like kind of a, people talk about this all the time of like women apologize too much. And I think that's true. Like I say, sorry a lot but especially in like work environments like I think that's like that's like a well-studied thing um but I also think that I probably for a while like especially like early on in like freelance stuff I think I took that to heart maybe a little bit too much and like but realized I'm like but that's not my personality like it's I would much rather apologize about something that they don't actually think is a big deal and know that like I feel good about how I handled it versus being like 
I'm not going to apologize. It wasn't really my fault, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I guess. I, I also think I probably side more with like, we apologize too much. And so in yeah. the circumstances where sometimes your instinct is to say, I'm sorry. Sometimes it's like, you don't need to say sorry. Sometimes in that There's situation. There's different ways to say it. Yeah, you could just say, oh, here's the other thing that you wanted. Yes. And I think that's a thing too. But I think, I guess maybe what I put it is like, I think for a little while I would make mistakes that like probably should have had an apology with them, but I wouldn't, but I was so like, I was so in that camp of like, we apologize too much. I don't need to, that I would (laughs) like, but then I I was like, it just feels better. Like I would rather, I'd rather say it. And yes, like, right. Like if I'm, if someone says to me, like, Hey, I don't have access to this document. I don't need to say, I'm so, so sorry. Let me change my Google settings and share it with you. It's just like, okay. Oh, this, oh, here you go. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think, but, but I, I think, think you're different. right. Like there's a nuance to it and there's a balance and it's not like. It's not a bad thing to say it. Yeah. But it's not like every single situation the most appropriate response to learning from a mistake has to be like you saying yeah 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 and I think that's something maybe we could do a whole episode about that I feel like because there's so many like when to apologize and when to not and um like the things we apologize for are we really sorry for them or are we just saying that because we think that's what like people want to hear um but yeah I feel like one thing for me, and I think you could probably relate to this too, is I think a lot of times when we like goof up at work, I think that can kind of like derail our day a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. or like even like mess up your week. If you're like, oh gosh, like I'm such a dummy. What am I doing? Um, I feel like for me, I've definitely had that where I like mess up on something. And then like, I have like a couple days where I'm like, am I really like, you have that like little self-doubt moment where you're like, am I really good at that? Or am I like not good at that thing? Like, does that mean I'm not good at this? Um, are there any ways that you like bounce back from that or like take care of yourself when you know that maybe you're feeling a little down or a little like off your game in that way? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it just depends on what happened and knowing yourself enough to know what's going to make you feel better. But I think the biggest thing is realizing that, okay, this happened, it's in the past, like, what can I do about it at this point? And just thinking, like, focusing on what you can do rather than what's in the past and what you can't do. Um, Because then it feels more productive and you feel like you're actually doing something good, but like sometimes you do need to just clear your head. And maybe that means like go on a walk or watch like a video that makes you laugh or call a friend. But then other times it might've been a situation that like the thing that'll make you feel better is like addressing the problem head on and like doing something about it. Yeah. And making sure you're in like a good head space for that. But like definitely when I, I messed up earlier this week, I was like, okay, I need to take a minute to just kind of like chill and then like figure out. I think like the other helpful thing was like my life 
is not the only thing happening right now. Like everyone has a bunch of things going on and I'm sure like the response to the email came, it was like Mm -hmm. a combination. It was coming from a combination of other factors. Other stressors on them too. Right. And like everything is coming down to the wire. Like this didn't just happen in a vacuum. And so understanding that like, Mm -hmm there are other things happening that make things a little bit more escalated at times. Yeah. Or if someone like a boss or a client or a coworker like says something that's maybe like a little bit more heated or something, obviously like if it's actually aggressive, like don't put up with that. But like, (laughs) you know, if like something is like a little bit more intense, maybe like, yeah. Framing it up of like, yeah, it's not only might not only be about me, And I can't, you can't take everything like that personally all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I was talking to my dad about this the other day because I have this one client that's really stressing me out. Um, And they're like not super friendly. Like they're just not, it's like not a super like, it's not the dynamics that I'm used to or that I really like, like working in. And I was talking to my dad and I was like, I feel like, they're going to like bad mouth me to other people because they're not happy with how things went, even though I know it's not like, I, like, I know that it's not my fault, like in this situation. Um, and my dad was like, it's just business. There's nothing for them to gain by doing that to you. You know, Mm -hmm. like there's, they could, but like, why would they, like, they're just gonna, you know, burn through another run through another PR person, you know, like that's like their, their shtick, you know, yeah. it's like how they do business. And so I think, I think that phrase of like, it's just business is like a little bit overused, but it is like, I had to send an email like this week that was like kind of awkward to someone who like was a client who I, who was like doing some sketchy stuff, like a past client. But it was like one of those things where at first I was like, oh, I don't want to make them upset. And like, this feels weird. And I like messaged one of my business friends and she's like, you have a contract. And I was like, yep. And she's like, and you think they're encroaching on your contract? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, you need to email them. And I was like, I know, but I like, didn't want to. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's like one of those things where like, sometimes it's not about you and it's not about them. It's just like, it's like the matter at hand. And it's like, not, it's like actually not personal you know? Yeah. You're just trying to get your work done. Yeah. And like, that's like your coworker, like they probably weren't thinking, oh my gosh, Lauren is so dumb. Like, why couldn't she loop me in on this? It's probably more like, I'm really stressed about this project and I really wish I would have known this sooner, (laughs) you know? And not like, not like I'm going to take it out on Lauren, but like, you know, we need, I need to have a conversation with Lauren about that. Yeah. Which we still haven't had. Mm-hmm. So it must have not been that big of a deal. No. And I think that's the thing. I think that's, I feel like the one thing, one of my, one of my business friends always says, she's like, if no one's bleeding or dying, it can wait. And like, it's not an emergency, like kind of thing. Like that's her like mentality to stuff. And obviously like, <laughs> that's a bit dramatic, but um. I do feel like it's one of those things where 99% of the time things are not as big of a deal as we make them to be in our head to other people. 
Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I think the other thing, it's been kind of refreshing to talk, to have this time dedicated to talk about making mistakes because I've learned about like all these mistakes that you've made that I didn't know that you did. And like mm-hmm. thinking about you at work, I'm always like, like in my mind, I'm like, Delaney just probably does everything right. And it sounds like things little did they well, know. So she must, <laughs> like she must never mess up. And I think it's easy to feel that way about everyone else besides. Oh, you. I always like you, you feel like people say the same thing about you. They'll be like, Lauren feels like just her shit together. Yeah. See, people. I don't feel that way at all. <laughs> it's or it's funny like, to, like compare yourself to other people about that stuff. Yeah. But that's the other thing. We're gonna cut this out because comparison is just like not the point is not it and that's not how you feel better about life Mm -mm. because everyone's on their own journey but it it is one of those things where I think it's like nice that perspective though of like not that we compare ourselves to each other but like it's easy to think like okay like we'll put this for instance like Oh, Lauren, she goes to work. She's like a little badass at work. And then she does her, her yoga all these times. And she's so dedicated and she's so good at like follow through and like all these things. And so it's easy for, if, if I was like in like a comparison, like spiral or like feeling bad, it'd be easy for me to think about all my amazing friends and like all the stuff they're able to do and be like, why can't I do that thing? But yeah, like you just said, like, it could be very easy. Like someone else could think the same thing about me of like, oh, that's so cool. Delaney can like run this whole biz situation and like do this or whatever meanwhile all of us are just like I think that's just like life like no one knows what they're doing really everyone's just like trying to figure it out as they go yeah no that's true and I think yeah I don't know that's I got into like a little bit of a spiral (laughs) a crazy spiral I was just like on Instagram like over the weekend I think and I saw someone's post and I was like oh my gosh, like all these things they've done, I always thought about doing, but Mm -hmm. just never did. And like, yeah, I don't know why they make everything look easy. And I feel like Mm -hmm. I just do nothing with my life. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, okay, that's enough. Like, put put that down. (laughs) Like we don't need to be talking about it down. It's too heavy. (laughs) Yeah. And the other thing too, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but like, you know, sometimes you have that, those moments where you're like, I feel like I could be a little bit happier or like, I feel like I could be doing things better than I am. Like not just like the, the tasks themselves, like the actual task better, but you just feel like you could be doing better things. And I feel like I felt that way recently. Um, but then I was thinking about like weird analogy to draw on right now. But have you seen like that graph of like global temperatures and how like seasonal, like there are seasonal temperature changes. So it's kind of going up and down, up and down with summer and winter. So it's still like going up and down, up and down locally. Mm -hmm. But if you look, if you zoom out over time, it's trending up, even though like sometimes it's moving down. It gets cold sometimes. (laughs) The graph is still trending up to like higher temperatures. And so then I was thinking about my life in that way of like, and like the person that I'm becoming, like sometimes maybe I am like feeling high or I'm feeling low 
or like I'm feeling like oh, I'm kind of losing myself right now or like sometimes I'm like oh I'm kind of getting into the gear like everything is kind of going well but there's also like a bigger trend that's kind of like you can zoom out and see like oh wait actually that thing that sounded really scary two years ago like I just do that every day now or um like at one point like being in this room would have been a crazy idea and now like I'm actually here and not even realizing how big of a deal that is um so I feel like taking those small moments and like comparing yourself to your own self is like the only way that you're gonna be most satisfied does that make sense I think that's a great place to end our show oh I think that is well Morant this was such a great conversation today I feel like I'm so glad we had this. We got to like a little low-key vent a little and like process things a little bit and get a little meta with ourselves, which is always my fave. If you like this episode, please like and subscribe. (laughs) DM us your biggest mistakes. Yeah, send us your fails. In the meantime, follow along on Instagram, follow along here, leave us a review and we'll see you soon. Bye.